Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. All right, starting with part two from last week of you're going to have to deal with people. You ready? Are you sure now? All right. We're going to have to love people correctly. Listen to these verses. This is out of James chapter 2, verses 15, uh, James chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes or daily food. If one of you says to him, go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical body, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. That is how you love people correctly. You give them both what they need spiritually, and you also give them what they need physically. Now, where we sometimes drop the ball here in the church is we do give people what they need spiritually, but oftentimes what they need physically is not food. What they need is healing. And we're unable to heal them because we've never sown the seed of the Word of God that brings forth faith. But keep that in mind. But what I've seen is this is not the problem in the modern church. The problem, we do lack miracles, but we do not lack charity. It's quiet in here. See, a lot of you probably thought I was going to preach on James 2, 15 through 17 and get all over you about, you know what, you need to give people their physical needs. I've never seen, I've been in the evangelical church since 1987. I was raised Catholic. I got saved when I was 18. That was 1987. And I've never seen this be a problem inside the modern church. Honestly, the most wonderful people I've ever met. You know, sometimes you can get really hard-hearted, and I caution Christians about this. You can get hard-hearted because, you know, you've seen a lot of misbehavior inside the church. You've seen Christians act foolishly. Trust me. It's way better inside the church than it is out in the world. They may not be perfect inside the church, but at least they have a cognizance of God. But I've never seen, honestly, again, I've been in, whether it's Church of God, Assembly of God, non-denominational, I've never seen Christians lack charity. Now, we do lack tithing. There's one laugh over here from Pete. A lot of you are like... This church is great about giving. I don't know what our percentage is now, but it's gotten way, way better. Way, way better. But I've never seen Christians go, you know what? I'm not going to feed the hungry. I've never seen them walk, like people coming to the church in need, and Christians go, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to. How many, how many of you in this room have bought somebody a meal? Raise your hand. That's the way it was in the first service. Everybody. Every single person. They've said somebody was in need. They went and bought them a meal. They, how many of you have bought people groceries? Raise your hand. See what I mean? It's not a struggle inside the church. So why preach about it? Now listen, that doesn't mean that the scripture's wrong. It just means that's not the American church's struggle. So why sit there and preach about it? You know why you preach about it? Because everybody's solid at it. It's not dangerous. Since everybody's already got it down pat, you just preach it. Everyone's going, oh yeah, I got that. So it's another way to sedate people and avoid what's telling them what, what, what's truly uh, needed in their life, what, what, what the correction is that they need in their life. So you just preach what they've already mastered. 
And I'm not saying there's no, that, some of, that we've all mastered it completely, but I can tell you, since 1987, I have not noticed this be a struggle inside the church. So why sit there and preach a message about it? In the seven churches found in Revelation chapter 2 and 3, five of the seven are not good. Only Philadelphia and Smyrna are good. All the rest of them are not. And not one time does it say that the people lack charity. In all the bad churches, the only church that was attacked as far as a lack of love is Ephesus, the loveless church where they had left their first love. But it doesn't even say that they weren't charitable. It didn't even say that they lacked love towards people. It just said that they left their first love, whatever it is that that means. So this is not the problem inside the church. What is? It's been revealed in the times that we are living in. These are serious times that require serious, serious thought, serious contemplation. You should be looking at things right now and going, this is not good. How pastors right now, I, I, I spoke about this in the first service, as I talked, I was going back and forth with somebody on Messenger, somebody who attends the church, whose pastor's trying to get them to come back to their church. And they drive a long way to come here. I'm like, don't go back. And the pastor's like, the, the woman had sent the pastor some messaging about vaccines. And the pastor's like, just don't let this separate us, though. Just keep the main thing the main thing. See, what that is is a way of actually hiding from the truth and not talking about things that could offend somebody. Did Jesus do that? Did Jesus sit there and walk into a room and go, how can I not offend? No, he just was himself because he was the word. He offended people all the time. So keeping the main thing means to focus on that pastor's version of love. How to, you know, because they, they closed. They were closed for eight, nine months, closed. And she's sending them stuff about the vaccines. Keep the main thing the main thing. I want to ask them, how do you feel about vaccine passports? I know vaccines have been around a long time and people have gotten used to them, but we've never seen, not in my lifetime, vaccine passports, common passes, green passes, Excelsior passes. They're rolling it out in California. Starts next month. Facts. Canada's meeting with their G7 partners to roll theirs out too. At least they haven't said they're rolling it out, so I take that back. But that was, they're discussing it. Don't worry, Justin Trudeau will hold the line. He's the one on TV. We, this is an opportunity. This pandemic is an opportunity for great reset. And I want to ask that pastor, is that the main thing? How about the word of God? Do you ever look at com common passes and COVID vaccine passes? Do you connect them at all with Revelation chapter 13? He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand and on their forehead. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't rivet your soul, pastor. Why are, you, why are you not preaching this? Instead, you're preaching this. Love, love, love. I've never noticed Christians short on it. Listen, it doesn't mean that I haven't run into Christians that were jerks. I've run into plenty of them. I'm just telling you, on the whole, I've had Christians feed me. I've had Christians pay my bills. My refrigerator broke down. 
Christians in this church, back when we, had no, we didn't have any money at the time, it's when the economy collapsed. We lost half our income over, well, three quarters of our income overnight. Our refrigerator broke. Christians in this church brought a refrigerator over and then paid to get our refrigerator fixed. I walked away with two. <laughs> paid for my air conditioning to be fixed. My water system broke down. If you live out in the middle of nowhere, there is no county water. Your water system breaks down. You have no water. Christian in this church paid, to that, paid for that too. I had no money. I've never noticed it. Well, you're like, Tom, you're the pastor of the church. I didn't even ask. God did it. I've had Christians fix my car, my AC. I ran over a bobcat on our way to prayer meeting. Destroyed the transmission of my car. Never seen a bobcat just run for your car. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> I've never seen it. This church has put out copious amounts of tens of thousands of dollars for people. I've never seen it. You come begging me for money every week, then I'll correct you. Don't worry, I'm faithful. But I've never seen this be the problem. But it's used, they preach it so they don't have to preach the hard things. I don't, I don't want to preach about sin. I don't want to preach hellfire and brimstone. I don't want to preach that God will keep you healthy. See, people responded differently to that than I. People respond more favorably to hellfire and brimstone than the promises of God. God wants you wealthy. How do you feel about that? It's a fact. It's a fact. He does, whether you want it or not. It doesn't matter what you think. That's what the Word of God says. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. He became poor so that you can become rich. That's exactly what it says. And how are you going to bless if you're not blessed? How are you a blessing by being poverty ridden? Well, I'm just showing everybody how to make it through life. What kind of gospel is that? The God that's great once you're dead. Man, he's great once you're six feet under. Man, what a great God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. He's great when you're dead. No, God wants to prosper you. People have a problem with that. So you said just preach love. Your version of love, not the word. The word is love written on a sword. That's the word of God. And people are afraid to preach it. They're afraid people will leave. That should never be a consequence. You should never be thinking, what are the consequences of me doing what's right? Never. You just do it. Let God handle the consequences. I don't think it's the main problem inside the church. What is the main problem inside the church? The fear of man. You're going to have to deal with people. It is the main problem. That's why all the churches are closed. You're like, Tom, the churches are open. They're not open. Go in there. Listen, I give you permission. Take a Sunday and go to another church. They're closed. Don't go up to the river now. They're plenty alive. They, never, they didn't close. Pastor get, took, the, took the pinch like a, like a gangster and went to jail over it. I'm talking about just go down, go down the road, any direction. You want names, I'll give them to you at the door. You go in there and you tell me if they're not devoid of the Spirit. Because they are. When you trample on the sword of the Spirit, you're not going to have the Spirit in the building. 
They'll try to pump it up. They'll do what the devil does, which is to try to counterfeit things with their music, with their enthusiasm, their false enthusiasm. Hey, guys, welcome to our church. All are welcome. We believe in miracles. Better together. They'll try to counterfeit it, but it won't work. If you Listen, it'll work for people who have no spiritual depth. But for those they call, listen, if you are led by the Spirit of God in the Romans 8, 14 way, those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God, you will know when you walk into that room, don't you? You know it, don't you? Watch them on TV. You'll sense it in your spirit. This church is dead. They were dying before. I went through, this, I went through five, the five dying churches in the first service. So I'm not going to do that now. But they were dying before COVID ever hit because they weren't preaching the gospel then either. But now they get finished off. That's why I believe it's the church at Sardis is told to hold on to the things which you still have that are dying too. What the heck was that noise? All right, it's you. Might as well just embarrass it here. I'll close my eyes so I'm not the one that catches you. There you go. Mute. <laughs> Ever see those progressive commercials where the guy's teaching old people how to use their phones? <laughs> Mine doesn't have a mute button. No, everybody has one. It's over here. That's <laughs> what so Tommy says every time I have some sort of computer problem. It's just because you're old. <laughs> I'm sitting there. Maybe if I hit the button harder. The main problem inside the church is the fear of man. And I don't mean that's Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man bringeth the snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. The fear of man will snare you. And remember what I mean by that. It doesn't mean that you're terrified of a person. When you see the word fear inside of Scripture, it means awful fear to reverence or reverence to awful fear. It means to be, when you see Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, it means to reverence the Lord and to be afraid of burning in hell for all of eternity. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. It means all of that. And it's the same thing with people. People are petrified of other people or they're reverent of other people or somewhere in between. They actually reverence the thoughts of the baby butchers. The world, the majority of the world, the majority of the United States is fine with butchering the unborn. Have you seen the sonogram pictures, the modern ones? You can see which parent the child looks like. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are perfectly fine with delivering that baby breech, shoving scissors in his skull with a vacuum end and sucking out their brains to preserve the kidneys and the eyes to sell through the FDA. Facts. Absolute fact. FDA will not deny it. Pull it up on their website. Joe Biden just committed billions of dollars to the slaughter of the unborn. The most pro-death president, and it is he dwarfs Barack Hussein Obama. Dwarfs him. And he wears a double mask outside alone, and churches emulate that? No, we don't emulate Joe Biden. Yes, you do. If you wear a mask, you emulate Joe Biden. Just go register as a Democrat. 
Just go ahead and give your money to Planned Parenthood. Those are the ones that are putting it out. No, no, Tom, there's plenty of Republicans and conservatives. Yeah, they're cowards. Why would you want to follow a coward then? Someone who's afraid to say something? Why would you ever follow anybody who says homosexuality is normal? You just have the pictures in your mind. So my wife doesn't get mad at me. I won't be too vulgar. She's sitting right here. You tell me that's natural. A dude making out with a dude. Hair on hair crime. Whisker on whisker crime. And these people are the ones telling you to wear a mask, telling you to social distance, telling you to vaccinate, pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Do I have my stats? Did I bring them? Yes. VAERS, the Federal Vaccine Side Effects Database, V-A-E-R-S, has updated for the week. It's from Alex Berenson on Twitter. It's now at 118,000 plus vaccine complaints. That's up 32,000 in a week, a 35% rise. Take the shot. Take the shot. Before COVID, the Federal Vaccine Side effects database got that many reports in one year. They're getting that many reports in a week over these vaccines. Fully va- they found 5,000 fully vaccinated persons have now contracted COVID-19. 74 are dead. Dead. All over the world right now, people are dropping Dead. This week on the VARES update also contains two reports of healthy teenagers who died after receiving the Pfizer vaccine, a 15-year-old boy in Colorado who died two days after the vaccination, and a 16-year-old girl in Wisconsin. Neither one of them had any health issues at all. Take the vaccine. No, thank you. Why would I listen to those people? Why, why, Why would I listen to Pfizer? I see people now, I put it on the podcast last night, people are are separating themselves into camps that they're proud of. I'm a Pfizer girl. I'm a Johnson & Johnson man. It's happening. They make music videos about it. We played one last night. This girl is on Pfizer. (laughs) Not kidding you. Proud as can be. She put up her slip that showed that she'd received both vaccinations. Why would you listen to nonsensical fools who don't even do what they say they're going to do? They said vaccinations were the answer, right? They get vaccinated, put their masks back on and social distance. Joe Biden? Joe Biden goes on to Air Force Two three days ago. He walks out there alone. Every person around him is vaccinated, but nobody's within 30 yards of him except his wife, who's been fully vaccinated, and both are wearing masks. So it's, again, the pastor says, keep the main thing the main thing. You're being lied to every day, and you're afraid to talk about it, so you just default to love. Make sure that if somebody has need, you give it to them. They're already doing that, pastor. They're already doing it. 
Stop defaulting to that so you can run and hide and have no spine. You're, you're, just, like all, you're just like those who are peddling vaccines. That's your little default mechanism. How did Jesus respond to the wrong? Matthew 15, 13 through 15. But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They, they be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into a ditch. That's how Jesus dealt with the wrong. And how does the modern day church deal with the wrong? They do what the wrong says. He says, let them alone. Cast them off. Not allowed to preach that in the church. I preached in the first service. God casts people off and he commands that you cast people off. Give not that which is holy under the dogs and whoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake the dust off your feet. Matthew 7, 6, Matthew 10, 13 through 15. People, listen, people don't want to do what you want them to do. What should that, should that burden you and cause you to have heartache? No. If they don't respond, enjoy your life. If they do respond, enjoy your life. I can flat out tell you today, no matter what, my schedule is the same. If somebody comes up and dog cusses me at the door, I'm going home and eating chicken wings. If somebody comes and hugs me at the door, I'm going home and eating chicken wings. Doesn't really matter. I'm going to enjoy my life, shake the dust off my feet. Nobody gets saved, going home and eating chicken wings. That's your fault you don't want to get saved. I present it. I'm here as a vessel. I'm here. I showed up. I care. But if you make the decision, I move on. Once you've made it, I move on. Shake the dust off my feet. I'm certainly not going to follow the wrong. When Jesus said to cast them off, let them alone. The blind, let the blind lead the blind. Both of them will go into a ditch. Before you follow somebody, what should you do? Look at their fruit. No, Tom, we don't judge. Who told you that? Who told you not to judge? Who told you that? What's the fruit of the federal government? Of which the church is following. Listen, all these coast this and abundant that's. They're a bunch of statist churches. They just do what the edicts from, the, from Washington, D.C. tells them to do. That's it. Why would you follow anybody who's $30 trillion in debt? We were $1 trillion in debt 21 years ago, 2000. $1 trillion, just under $1 trillion. George Bush stacked $8 trillion on top of it. What a great conservative he was. Clown. Barack Hussein Obama added another $11 trillion. Trump, $6 trillion. And we follow these people? You follow people who can't balance a checkbook? You, you, you let them, they come up to their, to their pulpits, to their podiums, and they go out and they act like they're an expert on everything. And Americans in the church go, oh, yeah, no, they're so right. They're our leaders. They're our rulers. Romans 13. You don't have a ruler in the United States. Be blessed. Enjoy it. You don't have a ruler. You have a document that you follow. That's it. You don't have a ruler. 
Not even the president is your ruler. He's a constitutionally elected official. That if he doesn't follow the Constitution, he gets out. You don't have a ruler. Why would you follow people who lied six ways to Sunday, and I mean that literally, for the butchering of the unborn to be lawful? Why would you follow them? They're blind leaders of the blind, both going into a ditch. Why would you follow? Look at their fruit. What's the fruit of the federal government? Yeah, how many people did George Bush sentence to death in Iraq for nothing? 4,000 American troops plus for nothing. For what? What do we, we get? Name what we got. Trillions of dollars in debt. We got that. What do we get? Nothing. For weapons that were never there. Liar. But, you know, don't worry. Liz Cheney profited. You going to follow these people? What's Fauci ever accomplished in his life? Ask yourself. He comes on, you know, and I, I'm Dr. Fauci. Wear your mask. <laughs> What's he ever accomplished? Name one disease he's cured. He's been, he's been in his current state. He's the, he's the highest paid government official in the land. It's a fact. Making over $400,000 a year makes more than the president. What's he accomplished? He's been in his office since 1980. Name the disease. Name the, name the pandemic that he stayed off. There's none. Why would you follow a COVID caving clergyman? The CCC, they're all the same. It's COVID caving Christian, COVID caving clergy, COVID caving conservative, COVID caving clown. It's all a CCC every time. Why would you follow them? Why, why would you ever attend their church? When climate change comes next, and that's what's coming next, they're going to cave for that too. Matthew 7, 15, Jesus said, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. Love, 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 love. But inward, inwardly, they are ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruit. So what do you do? Judge them. Judge them. You're telling me, Tom? That I should judge my pastor? Yeah. Why not? Who told you not to? That same guy? <laughs> All the people that, will, that should be judged will tell you you're not supposed to judge. Who told you that? You therefore have no excuse. You pass judgment on someone else. For at whatever point you judge together, you are condemning yourself because you who pass judgment do the same thing. That's when you don't judge, Romans chapter 2, verse 1. You don't judge if you're doing the same. You're a COVID caver, and you're going to start judging people about COVID caving? Keep your mouth shut. If you're a mask wearer, keep your mouth shut. If you're, if you, if you're knocking old ladies out of the way to get the vaccine, keep your mouth shut. Don't, don't go on and start, don't start spreading your punditry around if you're a caver. It's the pastor that ran down, Pastor Rodney Hour Brown and Jonathan Shuttlesworth and Tony Spell, all of which, well, Tony Spell and Rodney Hour Brown both got arrested for keeping their churches open. This pastor up in Largo, Florida, ran them down. It's the one who tried to or- organize the petition to make churches non-essential. His church looks just like ours, by the way. It's bigger, or it was. It's not now. 
is he trained his people how to not attend church. Good job. Being closed for uh, nine months. He calls himself the Patriot Pastor. How are you a patriot? Did you at all stand up for the Constitution? How, oh, did you, did you, are you a biblical patriot? I told you before, Aaron confronted him on YouTube because on his Patriot Pastor page. Aaron, our worship leader. And the guy lies too. Well, we only closed down until we could see how serious it was. Really? March, April, May, June, July, August, September. And they opened in October with limited capacity and masks. That's a short period of time? Don't think so. I only ran down Rodney Howard Brown. No, you didn't. I have the video. Don't judge now. No, you do judge. Jesus said to do it. John chapter 7, verse 24. Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. 1 Corinthians 2.15. The spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. The spiritual man makes judgments about what? All things. That's why I'm telling you, I'm giving you permission. Go into another church and judge it. And a brother of mine, we were talking between services. And listen, don't fall for this either. I mean, I'm not bad-mouthing him. I'm just saying, don't fall for this garbage. He said, last week we went to my friend's church because we wanted to watch him get baptized. Forget that. Tom, you're mean. I'm just telling you, why waste your life? He says it wasn't even, didn't even rise to the level of milk in that church. It was water that they preached. Is the person even saved that got baptized? They're saved in that church? So what do you do with people who are wrong? Galatians chapter 2, 11 through 13. Paul speaking. Now when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face. That's not Christ-like. It's Christ written on a sword. This is Jesus. There's no separation. There's no, I hear pastors all the time, we follow Jesus and his word. No, Jesus is the word. That's, see, that's an out too. Because then you can form fit and make up your own Jesus and ignore Bible verses and still claim to follow Jesus. Love, love, love. It's not real love if it's not the Bible. I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. That's not the YMCA. That's not what we're learning in, uh, you know, all the schools in the land. You don't blame people. You just, you know, you stay neutral. No, there's, listen, you know what? When there's a problem, somebody is at fault. I've worked a lot of car crashes in my life. Guess what? Someone's at fault. There's a rare case when maybe they both in the public's parking lot. But usually, one idiot, one non-idiot. For before certain men, verse 12, came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing, what's the main problem in the church? Fear of man. Fearing those who were of the circumcision. If I don't cave, then the wisdom class in my church will leave. If we don't lock down right now and go to Zoom calls, Zoom services, then the wisdom class in my church, those who say we love the Bible but we have to use wisdom, 
heresy. They'll leave. That's what Peter was doing. Peter was saying, you know what, I don't, the the circumcision came. So you had the religious Christians coming. And Peter said, you know what, I better back off the Gentiles. And I'm going to go sit with them because they'll look down on me if I don't. Or they may attack me if I don't. And the rest of the Jews, verse 13, also played the hypocrite with him. So that that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. Confronted him to his face because he was to be blamed. That's what you do when somebody's wrong. I know a lot of us, we were raised in families where the matriarch or the patriarch of the family said, just nobody say anything. Just nobody say anything. Don't you love when somebody marries somebody that everybody hates? Everybody told the person for years, don't marry that person. And then they marry them anyway and then show up to a family function and now demand that everybody love this person. Why can't you guys be nice? We warned you. We warned you. Just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. I'll say stuff. Listen, I'm not going to publicly, I'll pull that person aside and I'll say to them, listen, I know you're upset with all of us right now. I won't do it in public unless you force my hand, which I'll do that too. But I'll pull you aside and say, listen, we warned you. Now we'll suck it up and be as nice as we can, but we warned you that you were marrying a turd and you did it anyway. (laughs) Don't stick us with it and make, just don't say anything. I'm saying something. I understand the scripture. I understand Ecclesiastes 5, 2, let your words be few. I understand it doesn't say let your words be none. And it doesn't say don't speak the truth into the darkness. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a mask or a lockdown. A yoke of slavery, Galatians 5, 1. How big of a deal is it that you stand in the faith? A lot of people don't think it's that big of a deal. Just just stay quiet, you know. Go along to get along. Don't want to rock the boat. That's the trick of the enemy. Most people will go to hell with that mentality. Is they will not stand. How big of a deal is it that you stand in the faith, in the faith, in the midst of people that are challenging it? Well, let's look. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. I didn't give you guys this one. I wrote it down between services. Here's a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. Sorry, Calvinists. You don't disown. Are you disowning Jesus by strapping a mask on your face? It's not what the word says. Jesus is the word. And again, I caveat that. I know that some of you have to wear it to work. I get it. It's private property. It's their business. I get it. Do what you got to do. But I'm saying, you know what? When it comes to your personal life on your personal property and your personal church, is it the word of God to strap a mask on your face for a virus with a 99.997% post-infection survival rate? That's not the Bible. And those who add their wisdom to the Bible are heretics. 
That is disowning at least a portion of who Jesus is, and it's a big deal. That's why when you walk in, you will find there's no power in those churches. He's gone. All they got to do is repent because the verse after that, if we are faithless, he will remain faithful. He's always willing to take you back. Matthew 10, 10, 32 and 33. Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. Nobody preaches this stuff. Let's just go back and talk about love again. <laughs> Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes or daily food. If one of you says to him, go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but there's nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. Let's just preach about that. Everybody's already doing that, Pastor. I know, I know. Just don't say anything. Let's not say anything. Let's not rock the boat. See, today's culture is bent on making you deny truth. Not, not just living with lies, but making you spout them. It's not good enough. It's not good enough that you say, okay, have your gay pride, gay, gay pride parade. Go ahead, have it. Go ahead, Fantasy Fest, Key West, coming up this summer. Go ahead, have your fest, whatever. No, no, you have to say it's okay. You have to. See, what happens is they present a lie that's pushed, to, that's pushed out for a demonic agenda. I'll give you some examples. See, they present a lie. It's a demonic agenda. I'll give it to you. Gay is normal. It's not normal. You know what they're saying now? You're not allowed to write pregnant woman. It all has to be pregnant people. Look at, no, I, I challenge you. Look at any globalist co uh, company. Woca-Cola, Pfizer, Google. They, when they send out, they, the Pfizer puts it out. For those pregnant people, they need to do this reference of vaccine. They, they can't say pregnant women because it would be an offense to transgender women, men who are pretending to be women. It would be an offense to them. So you can't say pregnant women because there's some sort of chance that a man will be pregnant. This is the world. And Christians strap on their masks. They're so deluded that they can't say pregnant woman anymore when the only people on planet earth who can ever get pregnant is a woman. The truth has now become an offense to them. And stupidity is their gospel. And Christians do what they say. They write letters to employees now with globalist companies. And they have to, when they're talking about medical issues, they, this is all quotes. I pulled this off the, off the internet. People that menstruate. And you do what they say? It's an offense for you to say that only women can menstruate and be pregnant, which are connected, by the way, idiots. Understand that the pastor who closed his church is in lockstep with these people. They may delineate themselves in some form or fashion, but their marching orders are coming from these people. 
A pastor, I've seen this before. They have their racism week. There's some incident that happens, right or wrong, that the police did or did not do. So they have a racism week. I, I challenge you. Go to the Coast Church and the Abundant Church. Stream down. Take some time. Go down their Facebook page and trace where George Floyd happened. And what did they do? They believe man can identify as women. Masks keep you safe. COVID is a guillotine. A guillotine? You know, I'm going to give you the odds of your survival if you're in a guillotine. (laughs) It's not (laughs) 99.997. I can flat out tell you, if you're in a guillotine, the thing comes down, it's over. You're not going to walk around without your head. You spasm for a couple seconds, but you're already in heaven or hell the moment the blade hits your neck. And the world calls COVID a guillotine. It's a lie. It's a purposed out for a demonic agenda. They believe that the earth is warming or cooling. So they switch to the climate change. You're like, Tom, this makes no sense. Yeah, it's the devil. It's meant to steal, kill, and destroy. It's meant to confuse. Where, where there's envy and confusion, there, there, where envy and strife is, there's confusion in every evil work. There's systemic racism. Where? Where exactly? I mean, I, I was in the workaday world for many, many years. And I never saw it. I'm not saying I've never seen a racist. I'm saying systemic racism. We have white cops hunting down black men. I never saw it. I was a cop for 25 years. Dealt with multiple jurisdictions. I never was at a briefing. We'll go, how many black people can we catch tonight? (laughs) If anything, it was the other way around. It's actually avoiding because you didn't want to deal with the repercussions of being called a racist. White privilege. Where? I I never have received anything as a benefit of the melanin content or lack thereof in my skin. Never have. I was at UCF, played football at UCF. On the football team, the football team was 80% black. Full scholarships. I never saw it. Does it mean there's not racist incidents? Of course there is. Voter ID is racist. This is what they're pumping out to everybody. Voter ID is racist, so black people cannot get an ID. How many people know about that? Yeah, you know how you get an ID? Stand in a line. I'd like a Florida ID, please. Okay. That's it. Anybody can get one. Well, no, because you have criminals and they can't get driver's license. Not driver's license, Florida ID. You get arrested for DUI, they take away your, your driver's license for six months, Right? Well, what do those people do? They have an ID issued to them. But it's racist? It's not a baby. The sonogram picture looks like his dad. It's not a baby? Remember, a purposed lie to push a demonic agenda. There was an insurrection. There was? Really? Insurrection. 
The FBI did an investigation, arrested 300 people. And there was not one gun found. <laughs> How are they going to hold the Capitol hostage with spit wads? <laughs> with words? Halt! The only person shot to death was a protester. Shot in the neck. Ashley Babbitt shot in the neck. Dropped dead right there on the spot. Is an insurrection. Russia interfered in our election. Did they? Every politician on Capitol Hill, whenever they're talking about elections, has to repeat that mantra because if you don't, you'll be accused of Russian collusion. Did they? Well, I'm not running for office. Even if I was, I wouldn't repeat it. Did they? 2016, did they? Who's afraid to, who's afraid to say they didn't? They didn't. $200,000 is what they spent. They bought ads, anti-Trump, pro-Trump, anti-Hillary, pro-Hillary, to sow confusion. That's interference? $200,000? When Michael Bloomberg ran for president for about two minutes, he spent $500 million. Facts. $500 million. And they spent $200,000. And they interfered. But you have to say it, or there'll be consequences. They demand that you agree with the lie, knowing that they themselves are lying, and knowing that you know they're lying. But they demand that you say what they say. And Christians do it anyway. It's a pandemic. Really? Let me ask you this. If this is a pandemic, why is there not a run on coffins? Why is there not a national shortage of coffins? Let me ask you this. Why is there not a national shortage of funeral home uh, procedures, funeral home appointments, or, or, or a run on them? Why is there not a backlog of people trying to get a funeral home to pick up their, pick up their deceased loved one? Why? If there's 570,000 people have died, why do we not see a news broadcast that the funeral homes are overrun. Why? Why does nobody think logically? Because if you say that out loud, then they're going to say that you're a conspiracy theorist. Who's the conspiracy theorist? I'm telling you a very logical argument. Why is there no national shortage of coffins? Why? Why, why is there no national backlog at funeral homes? Why do we not see news reports of funeral home directors going, we can't handle the surge? Why? And I'm the one who's a conspiracy theorist? It's because there hasn't been 570,000 people who have died of COVID. There's been about 50,000 that have died of COVID and the flu disappeared. So what did they really die of? Since there's no flu, since last year at this time, we had about 42 million flu cases. And this year, we've had 1,800. Facts. So what did everybody really die of? Who knows? But if all those extra people, I mean, think about it, 570,000, and there's not a peep on the news about a funeral home going, we are overrun. They're pumping this out for India right now. India's being overrun. Their healthcare system is toppling, just like they said about ours. Really toppling. I, I was here. 
pretty much Sarasota, Charlotte County. Elderly population for the most part. They're never overrun. There's like 32 patients on average in Charlotte County the whole time. Not anymore now. There's two in Inglewood Hospital. Last I was there. One last time I was there. They lie to you the whole time. But if you don't repeat the lie, there's consequences to it. But see, lies, you need to understand something about lies. They're a very specific attack from a very specific enemy. They're birthed in the pits of hell. They always use lies. John chapter 8, 42 through 45. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, speaking to the Pharisees and Sadducees, you would love me. For I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Why is there no run on coffins? Why is that not clear to super COVID caving, mini, mini van driving, soccer mom Christian who quarantined for months? Why is that not clear to her? Why is my language not clear to you? It's easy logic. Why do we have 2.9 million Americans die in 2019, and with this startling pandemic, have 2.9 million Americans die in 2020? Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. Pastors refusing to repent now. We're close for eight, nine, ten months. We're 15 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And they can't repent. You present to them. Look at pastor, vaccine passports, mark of the beast. Are you going to repent that you were wrong? Why is my language not clear to you? Well, Jesus gives the answer. You belong to your father, the devil. And you want to, and when it comes to, I'm not saying all these Christians that closed are their fathers, the devil, but in the area of prevention, protection, and healing, it, the, their father is the devil. They're liars. Well, we didn't lie. We were just trying to protect people's health. If that's a lie and you abide in the lie, then you're a liar. If there's no need to wear a mask and you wear one, you're a liar. There's no need to lock down and you lock down, you're a liar. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. Well, you know, let's, let's, let's line that up with today's theology. All the COVID-caving Christians out there are out there saving lives, right? There's 270 million people have died so far because of the COVID lockdowns. Worldwide, not, not because of COVID, the COVID lockdowns, because third world countries need us to produce, and we're closed. You know there's a national meat shortage coming, right? Meat's going to at least double in price coming. Got that from very, very reliable sources, because all the fools out there think, we're going to lock down, and then we're going to turn it back on. You can't. If you lock down, let's say, let's use meat as an example. You lock down meat and you close down the processing plants because all the 20-year-olds in there who have a 99.997 post-infection survival rate, you, but you close it down to save their lives, 
then what do you do with all the meat? There's nowhere to process it. What do you do with it? You slaughter it and you burn it. That's what happened. Now there's nothing to send to African countries. They're dying. And most of them are kids. But do you know what? Soccer mom, quarantine day one. Today we made biscuits. We're making just gingerbread men tomorrow. Let's take selfies. Why don't you just take your picture with the devil himself? You're saving lives. According to the World Health Organization, three million people have died of COVID, which is way wrong because the flu's disappeared. That's propaganda, but three million, that's as best they can do. 270 million have died of starvation because of the COVID response. Have nothing to do with COVID. In Britain, Great Britain and Wales, they've had 50,000 excess deaths this year. 50,000 in 2020. They're like, oh man, see, COVID's real, Tom. You're wrong. No, only one in seven of those deaths could even be related to COVID. Why did people die? Because they had chest pain and they stayed home. You know why they stayed home? Because they didn't want to go into a hospital and have them jam an eight-inch long uh, prong up your nose, basically scratch your brain with a PCR test, tell you that you're COVID positive, and stick you in the COVID wing to die alone. They'd rather die at home of cardiac arrest. Jam you full of remdesivir? It's just nothing. It's a pedal drug by Anthony Fauci. He owns the patents. Does nothing for people at all except cost $3,500 a dose. In comparison to 50 cents a tablet of hydroxychloroquine. That's, so people stayed at home. One in seven could even be related to COVID. Not that they died of COVID, could even be related to it. People didn't go get cancer screening, so they died. People had a pain that was bad. I'm not going. They're going to they're gonna swab my nostril, tell me I'm COVID positive with PCR tests that are 85% wrong. Jam me into a COVID wing, put me on their COVID protocol. And even I want you to notice this. I want you to know. I'm telling you right now, in hospitals, they're full of demons. Nobody gives a crap about anything but COVID. It's not sexy. It's not COVID. I got chest pain, doc. Well, swab them. What's this? Why are you swabbing me? I, got, I lost all the feeling on the side of my face. Well, that sounds like a stroke. Swab them. I had a friend of mine go to the hospital, ended up dying. He went in for kidney stones, and they never treated him. He swabbed his nose, told him they had had COVID, jammed him into a dark corner of the hospital, jammed him full of remdesivir, and now he's dead. They never did treat the kidney stones. But don't worry, don't worry, COVID caving, pastor. It was all about their health. Why is my language not clear to you? Common passes, green passes, Excelsior passes, vaccine passports. You belong to your father, the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning. And look at all the people dying to save lives. Listen, if the response kills 500 times the amount of that which you're trying to prevent... 
Maybe the response is not worth the response. But don't you dare say that. Because you'll be cast aside. You'll be an outcast in society. Just like all of us sitting in this building. We're all outcasts in here. Good. Narrow is the way if you find it. Narrow is the way. I'll take it. I'd rather be with you guys than be accepted by super quarantine mom. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 15. For such are false prophets, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness. Just let the main thing be the main thing. Love. Don't worry about all this vaccine stuff. Just love people through it. How do you love people through lies? How do you do it? You tell them the truth. You don't love them through lies. Love rejoices in the truth. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love rejoices in the truth. So you're not loving them by avoiding the truth. You are loving them by telling them the truth. You don't avoid vaccine passport sermons in relationship to Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Well, we don't want to do that. That's That's not real loving. So loving is leaving out Scripture? That makes as much sense as taking a vaccine for a 99.9% survival virus. No wonder they're all in one accord. And yes, these pastors are. They are in one accord with the baby butchers. They look the same. They talk the same. This, I'm going to tell you something. This is deep now. Are you ready? This is deep. Are you ready? I live on a small lake. And on occasion, birds fly in. They quack. They paddle around with their feet. They're flying from the north. They eat little fish and other things along the, along the bank. So they quack like a duck. They paddle around like a duck. They fly like a duck. They flew down south for the winter. I think they're a duck. So if your pastor is peddling exactly what the federal government is, guess what he is? He can claim love all he wants. Tell him to go up to him. Go up to his face and just go, wah, 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 wah. Just say it. Do it right there. That's all you need to say. If you look like Joe Biden, you are Joe Biden. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him, haughty eyes and a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes. Oh, you mean like telling everybody they're going to die and then killing 500 times the amount of people that you told were going to die? 
Oh, there's going to be, like they all predicted, two to three million deaths in America. Even if that occurred, 270 million have, respond, have, have died so far. That's only so far, by the way. It'll rise way higher than that. And where do I get that 270 from? Alex Jones? Dan Bongino? Fox News? No, it comes from the UN. So that is not even correct. I guarantee it's double that. A heart that devises wicked schemes, telling everybody they're going to die, and then using it to kill people? Using it to sterilize people? It's just one of the many wonderful side effects of Pfizer. This girl is on Pfizer. She, ought to, she might as well just sing, I'm sterilized. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. A false witness who pours out lies. And the man who stirs up dissension among brothers. Lies are always in there, and God hates them. How many of them? Let's look at that now. Seven things, right? Haughty eyes, lying tongue, device, devises wicked schemes, a false witness. Three out of the seven have to do with lies. That's why lies are what are used by evil people. Revelation 13, 16 through 18, which you hear me say all the time right now. And this should be repeated in every sermon right now. In the midst of this, tell me, ask that COVID caving pastor, have you ever seen vaccine passports in your life? And you're saying, keep the main thing, the main thing, focus on love. You're not even going to address it? You're not going to say I was wrong? Where what you've done has ushered in a national debate? about vaccine passports rolling out in California, already rolled out in New York, nationwide in Denmark, nationwide in China, nationwide in Israel? Do you realize that prior to 2020, there was no COVID vaccine passport in China, but now there is in Israel, now there is, Denmark, now there is, New York City, now there is. And pastors think it's loving to not discuss it? Revelation 13, 16 through 18, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Let him who has understanding, let him, let he, what, here is wisdom, let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. What's this based on? You think, you think it's based on righteousness? They'll use, what, what will usher in the mark of the beast? If it's the beast, you got beast one, beast two, and the dragon, right? Disciples of the dragon will use what? He's the father of, his native language is, so what will the mark of the beast be based on? Correct. You're going to die. So, you know, since you're going to die, we have to vaccinate everybody. Got to have your proof of, proof of your health pass. When it was all started with a lie. There was never a need for a vaccination. There was never a need for a lockdown. There was never a need to social distance. So it all starts with a lie. And you had better propagate it. Or you will be cast down. What should the Christian do? Absolutely never. 
I will never, ever repeat your lies. This is what it leads to. Revelation 21.8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters. Strange little caveat here. And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now let's look at this. He didn't say, but all cowardly, all unbelieving, for emphasis. He didn't say it. All unbelieving, all abominable, all murderers, all sexually immoral, all sorcerers, all idolaters, nothing. No all for emphasis. I'm not, all these people who live in these sins, yes, they'll go to hell. But for some reason, the Holy Spirit who wrote his tablet on a sword put in here the three-letter word in front of liar only. Only. And all liars. Why? Because that is the devil's propaganda is lies. And all the Christians that bought in need to run to the altar of God, but they're not. They're excusing and justifying themselves. They should run to the altar. See, if you don't agree, you're going to be made to feel uncomfortable. You're going to be labeled, humiliated, mocked, canceled, called a conspiracy theorist. Who cares? Who cares? See, the goal is they'll do those things to you, mock you, cancel you. Listen, it's hard. It's tough being canceled. I mean, I was just using the podcast as an example. I remember looking up at our podcast, and we had 900 people watching live. More than one occasion. And now I'm at like 126 because I've been canceled, banned, shadow banned. Rodney Howard Brown, I used to watch him on Sunday morning. Well, I still watch him between services, but the, the old numbers were this. Back in April of last year, when I started watching him, he'd have 900 people watching his sermon. And now, 237. They keep him right there, 230 to 250 every Sunday. Stuff. You know what you do? You know what you do in response to that? You tell them what they want to hear. No. No. You leave things out so that you can stay on. No, you don't. You preach the word. And you let the devil do whatever he's going to do. He can't touch me anyway, so he can just go off and do whatever he wants to do. Go pound sand. If, and I'm talking about the Facebook devil, Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, the Twitter devil, the Google devil. I don't care. That's why, you know, we have Aaron here. Aaron's setting us up. We're, we'll be, we're basically independent right now. They can't cancel us now. Yeah. Facebook can. Aaron hired up the most studly tech nerds on the planet, and they are gearing us up. To see R2-D2 back there fluttering away. So we're going to get the gospel out. I'll finish with this. See, they'll tell you these things. They'll call you names, humiliate you, mock you, cancel you, make you just feel uncomfortable, whatever it may be, until you just avoid confrontation. Big win for them. 
until you acquiesce. You know what? I hear this all the time. I walked by my neighbor the other day, and he said something to me about COVID. And he goes, well, you know, you just got to do what everybody says. And I said, not this guy. (laughs) See, I could have just got got along to get along there too. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No. He said something emphatic to me. I answered with an emphatic response. Not just, well, I don't want his name's Joel. I don't want to upset him or anything, you know, so I'm just going to say, you know, just go along. That's what most Christians do. The pastor starts preaching heresy, you say nothing. What should you do? Make an appointment. Hey, Pastor, I'm just curious. Uh, what scriptures are you standing on by locking your church? Name them. And I don't want some sort of ambiguous reference to Mark 12:30 to love your neighbor. Don't give me that. I want the scriptural reasons why you feel like you should lock your church down. Until you acquiesce, I'll just say it to please them. I see it all the time. Until you repeat their lies, that's the biggest win, or the second biggest win, or until you believe their lies. They will propagate. It's called gaslighting to indoctrination. That's why you can't ever lose one battle. Worship team, make your way. You want to discipline your kids correctly? What do you do? I'm letting you talk. Go ahead. What do you do? Bring them to you. You can sign a waiver and bring them to me. That's up to you. What you do is this, is you win every battle. You never look the other way. I never have one time ever looked the other way in my house with smart mouth. Not one time. Oh, isn't that cute? (laughs) No. Well, you know, they're... We, we're Christians, and my daughter's dating an unbeliever, but you know, he's a good guy. He's, he's got a good heart. No, he's trying as hard as he can to get your daughter's clothes off. Think about that, Dad. I do. Hence the reason why my daughter hasn't had any relationships. Don't bother. I'll choose. That bothers her, but I'll choose. You want to live in my house? I'll choose. Send them to me. So you want, to, you want to date my daughter? Come here first, right here. Amen. Heather runs my life. I'll never remember. Go see her. And you want to date my daughter? Make an appointment. And me and you are going to spend some time together. And you will run the gauntlet or you ain't getting anywhere near her. Understand that. See, the goal is not to be accepted. But also the goal is not to be rejected. A lot of Christians go off the deep end. They think it's a great thing that they're so weird nobody comes near them. That's you. What's the goal? 2 Timothy 4.2. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Doesn't say wait. Joel says to me yesterday, well, you got to do what everybody says. Not this guy. Preach the word. Instantly, in season, out of season. When you're accepted and when you're rejected. Preach the word. Well, 30% of my church will leave. Our church before this, before COVID, would have filled this side of the room only. We did not have one spare seat in here at 9 o'clock. Not one. Extra chairs were set out. But I still lost 30% of the church. But you don't worry about it. 
You cast your cares, 1 Peter chapter 5, 6 and 7. Cast all your cares upon him. For who care for you? Preach the word. There's nothing to fear. He's a mighty God. There's nothing to fear. Everybody stand. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.